Like if you think about it, Jen, in like 10 years, because Google Maps, how long has Google Maps been around? Google Earth, Google Maps, eight years, let's say. Sure. So say in two years, you'd be able to go back on Google Map, Google Earth, and look at exactly what was happening in the world at that exact moment 10 years ago because of Google Maps. You'll be able to look back in the past and see exactly what was happening and what the world looked like at that moment, at that spot, at yeah. that time. In Crazy. that her um, dad had passed away and she kept going to Google his address and saw him out there mowing the lawn. So when she wanted to see him, she would pull that up. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. a good point also. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so she posted that, that she loves Google Maps for that reason. She could just pull it up and see her dad mowing. Yeah, he's just, and he's mowing too, not just yeah. like walking to the car or you right. just see like, if I think if you look at ours, you see like a car I used to have sitting yeah. in our driveway and a tree that used to be there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But like to see somebody <laughs> actually in action doing something. Is, right. That's fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep. All right, Jeffy, I know that um, we've talked about your eating plan and how you don't like to eat, but um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Like you eat like once a month or something. I don't know. <laughs> so I was talking to Peanut and I'm like, yeah, I was laying in bed thinking about this eating plan, right? So it's a two day right. eating plan, which I think I've mentioned before. You eat for two days? No, it's like I eat the same thing every other day. Okay. So it's one day and then the next day, the same thing. Anyways, so I was laying in bed and I'm like, oh man, I can make this cool spreadsheet and put like half naked girls on there to keep me motivated, you know? And then I thought I'll put today and tomorrow, but then I'll meal prep and then it'll always be tomorrow. So I'll never get to tomorrow. No, you'll just keep meal prepping for today. You'll groundhog's day. it. You're just always in the same day. <laughs> Oh, so I was laughing so hard at the thought because I had it all printed, like ready to print and go. But I was like, wait. And then I was talking to Peanut. We were laughing so hard about meal prepping for the next day. But it just goes, the food's going to go bad because. It Man, I sure can't wait till tomorrow. And then the next day, oh, I sure can't wait till tomorrow. How long am I eating these rice cakes for? Yeah. But honestly, I've been doing a, um, it's called carb cycling. So it's like one day I eat so like six meals and then the next day that are like two, two or three f that have carbs in them. So I eat like small things of rice, a little bit of rice. Right. And then the next day I barely eat any carbs. And so it's like, it's like carb cycling, right? But it's worked pretty good. I've lost like 13 pounds in four weeks. Nice. You look thinner. Yeah. I figured it was the hiking. Oh yeah. No, that too. That too. Well, it's that being outside. All the cardio from the meditation drum. Oh, I know. <laughs> cardio. Just on this arm, though, I got a Popeye arm from slapping the meditation <laughs> drum. <laughs> uh, okay, so speaking of hiking, didn't I tell you I was going on the hiking retreat? You did. Yes, you did. You go tell me you were going on one. How'd that go? 
Good, good. Did I talk on here about how Josh thought I was going to not make it out alive? Uh, yes, he did. Okay, so I did make it out alive. I did share when I introduced myself. I said, hey, I'm Jenny McKinney. You know, I'm from Johnson City. There was kind of a lot of churchy people there, so I just kept it clean. You know, usually I yell I'm from the city of Johnson, so I left that out. And then I told him I'm not allowed to drink the Kool-Aid. So if if they bring Kool-Aid out, I cannot be drinking that here because Josh thought I was signing up for a cult at some point. (laughs) (laughs) They all thought that was pretty funny. And then by the end of the retreat, they asked me to do a stand-up comedy show in October for the whole group, which is going to be like over 100 people there. So A religious group? No, the whole hiking group. Oh, okay. So Yeah. So we have a group called Girls Who Hike Tennessee. And then what they do is like we're ambassadors. And it's not like a paid thing. But what we do is we just advertise, you know, hiking in Tennessee to share like the beauty of the land and the parks and we can raise money for the parks, which is the intention. So, you know, to get people outside and and hiking and or just going for a walk in nature and really just like unplugging is the goal. Yeah, but there was a lot of cool stuff. We learned how to use a compass like I mean, it sounds pretty easy, but really when you need to like use it on a map. I didn't I didn't know that. Or when you get lost in the woods and don't know how to tell where you're at on the map, like if there's not a landscape that you can tell where you're at. So the ranger came and she did a little class on how to use the compass to find yourself on the map. Nice. I kind of learned that at a young age when we'd be out in the woods. I got lost a lot out in the backfields of yeah. the woods out there. Yeah. And I, that's what I like. I, and I noticed, I think I just picked it up from like watching movies and things like where, you know, where the oh. sun sets, you know what I yeah. mean? Rises, sets, the moon yeah. comes up, goes down. We've always used that, but I have always learned how to, I knew how to use a compass. And one time we were on Isle Royal up in Lake Superior for oh. nine days, hiking, yeah. me yeah. and a buddy. And we realized on like day four, we weren't going to make it all the way around to where to get back in time for our boat to make it. Yeah. And so we literally had to cut right across the island and Mm. we walked through swamps, through woods. I mean, but we used a map and a compass the entire time. Yeah. Yep. And that was like, we were both like, man, I'm glad we know what we're doing. Yeah. Honestly, we would have probably still been on that. That was in like the year 2001. We would have still been on that island. Shoot. So when you go hiking too, um, this is just general knowledge for people, you know, cause we talked as a group when you're, when people go out for a hike, like some people had people that would show up in like tank tops and flip flops, you know, yeah. for a hike out in oh, the yeah. woods. And you're like, um, probably not appropriate. You know what I mean? No, just no. For Footwear like, is crucial. Bites, like, yeah. And know your uh know your environment because sometimes you don't need hiking boots. You might if you want the support, but sometimes sure. if you're just going on a a day hike, a you white, can just get away. a walk. A yeah. walk, yeah, you can get away with tennis shoes, comfortable shoes. Yeah, but you just got to know your terrain. If you're going to be dealing with rocks and roots and stumbling and yeah. stuff, you need something for support. And Footwear if it's slippery, is ridiculously important. Gosh, it's so true. And th- I found some super cheap hiking poles. You know, like walking poles that are um, adjustable yep. at Walmart. They were like nineteen ninety nine, nice. and it's like the the trail something brand. Pretty great, but they're adjustable, and then they come with like the spikes. They come with like the little stomp stopper part. Yep. Are they collapsible? Then, yes, that's what I yep. meant. I'm sorry, I was saying adjustable. I mean collapsible. Yeah. Yeah, so you can store them. Yeah, so I just put them in my backpack. So hiking sticks are super helpful. Um, you know, make sure that you have like. A plenty of water, you know, don't go out there 
and the main thing too, I just want to share this. I don't know that this is happening with anybody, but I would say probably the most aggressive story that we had was this one girl was on a backpacking trip and she was out there on, with a group of 10 people and they were going to be staying overnight at this one park and somebody hurt their ankle. I don't know if she broke it or sprained it. Sometimes a sprain is worse than the break, but they had to stop and they had to sit in that spot until the ranger came. And when they called, they couldn't get the ranger. The ranger said, I can't get out there till Sunday. And it was Friday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you can, like, learn how to carry somebody the right way, you know, if you're if that's something that you're able to do safely, you know, I'm not telling you what to do, just saying. But they had blankets, you know, they had like a thermal blanket. I mean, you got to be prepared if you're out there. But they had to wait for two days. Yeah. What I recommend is taking somebody who's overly cautious and overly packs for things like that and overly prepares and let them carry all that stuff. Honestly, anytime we've gone, because weight's always been an issue. Anytime I've gone hiking, it's never been, I mean, I've gone on a day hike, but anything over a day has been over a week. You know what I mean? It's been like at least seven or more days we're out. So you carry everything, your food, everything with you. Right. Weight is important. Like we left one time. I think when I left, I think my pack was 85 pounds. Whoa. I think when we returned, it was 42 for, it was like exactly half. Whoa. Yeah. It's just from, but you learned to take a lot of stuff like bagels, you know what yeah. I mean? Stuff, food that's going to hold up and can take a beating and right. can take, you know, Yeah. most important thing I think though is water, clean water. If you yeah. don't have a good pump to pump, like hand pump your own water out of streams and right. lakes to well, use. They have a filter uh, too now that you can put right on the top of your water bottle. Yeah. And it'll filter. You can just drink it right. You know, but again, this guy's what got the emergency situations. What got me thinking about that is if you're mm-hmm. somewhere on an island, and you're not even near clean water is you can buy these tablets that you can just drop into your water, shake it up, let it sit there for five minutes. It kills everything in the water. Oh, okay. Here, but it's just, I recommend those keep those in your pack. Those don't, you know, those weigh as much as an Advil. Does that give you like explosive situation? I feel like if that's cleaning out the water, why isn't it cleaning you out? <laughs> It could. I don't know, Jen. When I go also, I take a shovel. I have a shovel. It's an orange shovel that's about yeah. the size of a little hand spade, like for the garden. And it keeps toilet paper in the handle. Oh, yeah. So you can dig a hole, poop, wipe with your biodegradable toilet paper and bury it back in the hole. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, super side note. I don't know if you knew this or not, but we were talking about we, we were certified in Leave No Trace, which is basically like you save the environment and you don't yeah. let people know that you were there. Pack in, pack out. Yeah, yeah. Anything you take in with you, you take out with you. Yes. Yep. And I didn't know that plastic takes like 480 years to disintegrate. Oh, yeah. I just want to share that because I was shocked. I guess I just didn't even, I had no idea. I mean. Yeah. It's, it is ridiculous. That's crazy. 480 Plastics, years. Wave of the future. Right. Crazy. The future. Crazy, crazy. Another funny thing that happened when I was talking to Peanut, I called her and on my carb day. I was eating Cheerios and she's like, oh, that sounds amazing. Just like Cheerios with the cold milk. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. And so as we keep talking, so we're talking for about 20 minutes and somebody knocked on the door and she's like, oh yeah, I did Kroger now. And so Kroger now is like, they, you could, you send them your, I mean, it's just like a personal shopper and then they show up at your house and, but they guarantee it like within 15 minutes or so we were laughing so hard. Like is somebody just standing in the carts and then just takes off like they're in a race and like smashing into the little geriatrics and bouncing off and like, <laughs> you oh, see just go! taking turn, taking <laughs> yeah. turns in the store, just 
I'll buy two cart. wheels and carts yeah, wheels, like, and they gotta pick it up. <laughs> you just hear the cart coming from the oblong wheels. You hear right. it coming down the aisle. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. And then like all the little geriatrics after they go to like their little forget me not meeting, then they're like, Did you see that lady at the Kroger? Shoo, she was walking too fast. And then, but it was funny because by the time I mentioned it to the time of our conversation at the end, she already had Cheerios and milk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> so it's like not Kroger now, it's right now. Oh, man. So remember when we talked about um, Cindy Kaza, the psychic from the paranormal shows? She was going to yeah. be on the show and like, I keep reaching out and. You know, I know she's busy because she's doing a whole bunch of other shows. Well, she opened up a mentorship, like a psychic mentorship that you can sign up for. It's for, I think, five weeks, all Sundays in March. And it's like a three hour course with her and she'll mentor you on your abilities. Like as a group or individually? Group. Okay. Yeah. So that's how her class was last time. It worked out really good where she she explains what to do for the um, like the breakout session and then you break out in the group and then you come back and then she, you know, we share and then she kind of gives information like how to use that. So this is more not not like a career path, but different ways that you can use your abilities in life. Right. Yeah. So I signed up for that. Nice. That'll be fun. Actually, this week on I was at work looking for something to listen to and randomly it came across how to read a simple three card tarot spread. Oh, okay. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That's only, that's a half hour video. I can listen to that. So I listened to it. Yep. As soon as I got home that day, I pulled out my tarot books, dug out my tarot cards and started learning the three card self spread. I'm learning. I don't know. I've, it's happened to me probably six times throughout the years where I get a big interest in the tarot. Yeah. And it just gets overwhelming at some point to me sure. that it becomes and this time I'm I'm going into it again. And I think it has to do with the fact that the video I watched was doing a simple spread for yourself, how to okay. read stuff for yourself. Yeah. And this lady had like, she had a lot of good selling points on every morning she gets up, she does this spread. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just sets her tone for the day kind of thing. And yeah. I was, she was very intriguing. It got me to the point where I'm like, yep, I'm going to learn how to do a self three card simple spread to read the tarot cards just for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not going into it like, oh, I can, I can learn tarot. And right, learn how right. to read. No, this is simply. So I'm psyched yeah. about that. I started doing that this week, looking up more videos, trying to help me understand. I mean, I got books and stuff too. I can look it up for simple, quick reference, but right. the explanation of the cards. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And just the difference in like the, the, the different cards and then plus the Trump cards and the everything yeah. else. And so I've, I've been looking into all that this week on my own time, listening to stuff too. And just getting psyched about doing self tarot. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think too. That's kind of how the class for Cindy is. You know, it's like it's for you to like trust your abilities and then do like. So this is really like the next step if you have abilities, what to do with them. Right. You know, because a lot of people don't trust themselves. I don't trust myself reading tarot for like somebody else. Oh, okay. you know I mean, I wouldn't trust myself doing that. I don't, and then I, again, it could be because I'm not confident enough that I know what the, all the cards mean and what situation and how to interpret them. Well, I think even the main thing is really like if it has, if your card deck has a book, you just have to remember what each card means. And then the card deck is really like, so if somebody else is doing it and they shuffle the cards and then they pull the cards, those, those cards are just tools for them to get information. 
Right. You know, I don't know. I feel like even if you like if you did it for somebody else, you can still use the book. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. really like having to memorize what it's each card that it's is. The, that's also why I'm doing it for myself is because yeah. I can sit there and I can take the time to look up each card yeah. and read the meaning and then figure out how does that apply to what I'm doing. Right. One thing and I, I don't want to sound like I'm half assing it, but one thing I did <laughs> like is that this lady, the first video I'd clicked on the self read a self simple spread. She doesn't believe in the reverse, which I like. Oh, I like that she doesn't because yeah. that's where things have always gotten confusing for me is if yes. you flip a card and it's upside down. Yeah. Well, some stuff you read finds that like that means the opposite of what that card actually means. And other people imply that if it's upside down, it's not for you, but for somebody else, you know. Mm. Not only that, the thing is, when it gets upside down is somebody just put it back in the deck the wrong way. Well, it's from shuffling and stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? But that's what right. I'm saying. Like, but that kind of comes into the reading. A lot of people buy into the reverse read and the this mm-hmm. and that. But this lady's like, no, I just spin the card around. Yeah. I like that. Like she just, okay, it's good. simple. Again, that's yeah. also why it was a simple video is because right. like, look, it just because this card, the five of staves is upside down does not mean this. It just means <laughs> right. flip the card around. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Yep. Because that's also where I've gotten confused with in the past reading and doing tarot. Yeah. Is that there's a, you got to know all the meaning of the cards, but then you got to know the reverse meaning of them. The reverse meaning. Well. And then how does it affect the cards next to them? Like, next oh, to if it, these two are together, it's all this. of that if, pertaining to this situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or this question or this day. And right. so this lady, though, it just broke it down and was like, look, she she didn't say it, but it's kind of like the kiss method. You ever heard that? Like, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Like when you're overthinking or over. Right. analyzing something just keep it simple yeah you know what the I other mean? thing too is like they have um other decks like that are pretty basic like yes or no decks you know that are be like yes you're headed in the right direction no you're not so all you have to do is just put your question out there like you know or the direction so i know that you're looking for a little more it, like if that's a daily thing than for your day yeah i think so that's what yeah. I'm trying to get it. I don't have that kind of time in the morning, but like right. I'm thinking it's going to be an evening thing because that's okay. generally when I'm winding down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to relax, things like that. And so I'm trying, I don't know. Once I can get down the the habit and the, the routine of it, I'll get more comfortable with the cards and the more different cards I get. And how do they, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's a yeah. process, but it's yeah. fun. It's yeah. fun. But I didn't see that coming this week. That just randomly and all because a quick video come across my YouTube when I was looking for something. I'm like, I'll give that a listen. Yeah. I'm looking up any other time in the past, I've looked up tarot stuff like right. back into tarot. Yeah. Look stuff up. But this time I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like, man, I guess I'll listen to it. And then just from then it's like, yep, I got to get my stuff out and do all this. And look now it's, it's just fun, though, because the simple three card spread is just three cards. One, yeah. two, three. It's nice. like what's happening. Bef- what's happened before? What's going to happen and what's going to get you there kind of thing. Mm, I like it. So, yep, I do too. It's, it's easy. Well, keep us updated on that. Let us know how that's going. Oh, yeah. Perhaps I could do a reading for you at some point in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Only because I can always pause this and sit here and look up my cards. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so I told you that our neighbors moved behind us, right? So did I tell you that? Nope. So. Linus and the girls, the girl dog back behind us have been friends for, well, shoot, we've had him for two and a half years. And so there was a girl dog back behind us. They had a whole ritual. I'd let him out. She'd bark. They'd run up and down the fence three times. And then he walks off and she walks off. So 
they had this whole thing. Well, they moved at the beginning of the year or late last year, like okay. maybe September. Never even told us. And I feel like I feel like if your dogs are friends, you should tell somebody that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Just my personal opinion. So he's been like kind of lost. And now there's another dog back there because it's a rental house. And that dog has nothing to do with him. And he just is like turned into whiny. Like he just was like, will you come outside and play with me? Yeah. Like they don't have anything to do out there. And like, he's just like, do, do, do. So I found a bark bar. It's a dog park that you can drink at. I mean, I don't drink, but it's nice that they offer alcohol, I guess, but it's like open. It's called off the leash bark bar. And so you just take your dog and let them run around with other dogs. I mean, you have to get approved. You have to like send your vet records and all that. And then once they approve you, you can bring them. And so we're going to take them there today just to let them run around and find some That does sound like fun. I also was thinking too, before you said that they kind of vet you, you know what I mean? Like your records and stuff. It'd be funny just to go, they're all drunk with a leash and just walk around like spot. Yeah. Is anyone sitting like just trying to meet women at the bark bar? Like you lost your dog, but you didn't really come there with a dog. Yeah. But you're drinking. Yeah. But it's kind of fun because they have like a little obstacle course for the dogs that like, you know, the little tunnel they can run through or things they could jump on or little platforms. And that's funny you say that, too. Um, We had gotten our dog, Mac, not long ago. And at the shelter, he came. They brought here from Arkansas or Alabama. Oh, okay. And there were six of them. Oh. And they all had these hillbilly names when they came up, they had them. Yeah. But the whole time our dog, Mac, was at the shelter, he was there with his brother, Bo. Every picture they have of this dog, it's him and Bo. And I regret not – remember I told you when we went there, we were kind of on the fence. like, And when we came out of the room with Mac and we were going to tell the lady, hey, we're, we'll take him. We're going to adopt this one. The, his brother was at the front desk with another family. And right when we walked out, they were like, Hey, we're going to take, we're going to, what do we need to do to get the ball rolling on Bo? And so we were like, sweet, he's getting adopted. Same day Mac is getting adopted. And so, but at the same time, I wish I would have got those people's email Mm. because I feel like Mac would like to probably see Bo. He didn't have withdrawals when we got him because we have Jethro as well. So when he showed up here, it's a new environment, new people. He kind of didn't think about it. But I think like in the back of that dog's mind, he's probably like, didn't I know some other dogs? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, and I wish I would have kept in touch with or got those. Cause I even told Andrew, like, we should get those people's emails so that Bo and Matt can still like meet up at a dog park. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the shelter right. wasn't far from our house. So those people are probably still in the vicinity. Yeah. But I will say that those people that adopted his brother, the only reason we didn't is because they were very weird. Oh, they were like, they looked like shut ins. Whoa. Does that make sense? Like you yeah. can tell by looking at these people, they don't have much interaction with society. Yeah. Oh, and so yeah. Andrea was like, I don't know about getting their exchange and emails, but I don't think we comfortably feel like right. meeting up with those people. Yeah. But it sucks because they, but they, because they got the other brother of Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So I'll let you guys know how it goes with the bark bar. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Super fun. Oh, actually. Okay. One more thing. Did I, did I talk about liquid death on here? <laughs> oh. <laughs> For Loco? No. Did I talk about that? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. So we went to a concert in Asheville, uh, Town Mountain. It's a okay. country, younger, gr- younger kids group. 
Town Mountain, and the venue we were at is called the Orange Peel, and it's it, it's an old skating rink that they cut in half, put a stage, and then it's still the wooden floor, and um, the stage, you know, pretty great, but it's standing room only. Like, you have to, so we get there, and we're probably three people back from the stage, like, kind of not all squished in, you know, kind of just lounging around. We have an hour till the show starts. Actually, before that part, I'm sorry. So, we're kind of all lounging around out in the the front of the stage part we go up to the bar and josh orders a drink and then i order a water and they put this can of water down and he pops the top on the the can and hands it to me and like have you ever just been in shock where you're like i'm not touching that well it says liquid death on On the water on the can can of water it just said liquid death i wasn't touching it and i so i look down in the can and it's clear and I'm like, oh, I ordered water. He's like, yeah, it's water. And I was like, I don't feel right about this. So I pick it up and it actually is, it's it's a white can, says liquid death, written in like death metal script. Right. <laughs> and it's mountain water. It's a can of water. So I think the intention is for them not to have a plastic bottle, but they have like a great mission statement. And then it's for you to kind of fit in with everybody else drinking, I think, is the intention. Right. Right. That it looks like some kind of seltzer or Zima yeah. something. Right. White cloth. So we go back out into the crowd and Shannon and G-Dub are there and we're all laughing. And then G-Dub's family comes in like his younger um, nephew and. He comes in and um, we're all hooting and hollering. And this drunk girl next to me is like, she's like, God dang it. That girl keeps laughing and she is buzzed on whatever is in that can. And so then I hear her say that. Right. And she's talking about my water. I'm just drinking water. She's like, why does she keep laughing? She's wasted over there. That's what she keeps saying about me. So 10 minutes later, she's got a can in her in her pocket and it falls out of her jacket and GW picks up the the can of water, the liquid death and hands it to her. And he's like, Oh, here you go. And she's like, it's water. And she's all disgusted because it's water. Like she went over there to buy it. She thought I was wasted on water, you know? Yeah. So we couldn't stop laughing about that. So we get about three people deep, you know, it's getting a little more crowded. So we kind of move up towards the stage. The guy in front of us, they're kind of, um, those people that are like, they're already wasted. They're super loud. They keep turning around and like are yelling at the person standing behind them, but they're in front of us. Then all of a sudden the guy starts waving, waves his buddy over seven foot two. This guy is stands right in front of GW and GW is like, by God, you're not just going to come up here and stand here. Right? Like you guys are going to move. And he's like, no. And then his buddy comes seven foot tall buddy his girlfriend shows up six foot five and they're all standing in front of us. So we're trying to like move over and we can't because now it's, it's everybody's crowding up. And so finally, like every time that seven foot two guy, cause my head was right here and his elbow was right here. Every time he was like doing stuff and <laughs> GW said before we moved, he's like, Hey everybody, how was the concert? Plaid. It was plaid, like, because they all just had plaid on, like, couldn't see anything else. It's a whole wall like, of plaid. Oh and what are you going to do? Be like, hey, man, get out of the way. Like, yeah, no, but people that tall know what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But I, like it was, they know nobody can see around. Yeah, it was that. too much. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm normally super claustrophobic in a crowd like that because it got real jammed real quick. And we were still trying to, like, squeeze to the side of them. And G-Dub and Shannon had made it up to the side of them, and we were standing behind them. The girl next to me flicking her hair, her long hair all over into my water and on my face. And, like, and, and the floor was shaking. Oh, it felt like it was going to collapse. So we... I was like, we need to go to the bathroom and not be in here when this collapses. That's what it felt like. The floor was going to yeah. collapse. I didn't yeah. like it. But we found this cool little bar part down under, like down in the basement. They had a couch and we were only oh, like nice. 10 people down there. So we just sat there and watched the concert on the screen. But you could still see the guy's tall head up at the stage. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was too Hilarious. much. Woo. All right, Jeffy. Well, join me again next week where you and I, if you're available, are going to talk about intentions. So we're going to share some information on intentions and um, some things you can do just in life to lead a better life. Yep. So join us for that. And then um, you can share an update on one of your hobbies that you're going to give more inf- oh, yeah. information I'm psyched about. psyched about it, Jen. Wait till yeah. you see this thing. I know. I can't wait. I'm excited. Here, I'll, gi- I'll give you a clue. Okay. Oh. Hear that? A little bit. Or that? Yeah. Yeah, that was better. We'll see. Yeah. At first, it sounded like a uh, cuckoo clock going off. (laughs) 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 All right. Good times, Jeffy. Thanks for being here this week, and we'll see you again next week. All right. We'll see you, Jen. Okay. See ya. Peace.